Garage a mess? Don't stress. Get a hold of Rob at Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions is a locally owned and operated company that focuses on affordable garage storage solutions. The owner, Rob, will personally work with every customer from bid until job completion. They specialize in, but not limited to, overhead metal storage, custom wood shelving, pre-finished slat wall systems, and cabinets and entertainment areas. Are you looking to be the envy of all your neighbors? Get a hold of Nebraska Garage Solutions today. Follow on all social media platforms and check out over 50 five-star reviews. You can email rob at nebraskasolutions.com or you can call 402-987-8180. To check out their work, go check out www.nebraskagaragesolutions.com. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Kyle. He does it with the video. He does it with the roadcaster. The dude is undeniable. Mm. He's undefeated. Undefeated, except for well, except, I think yeah, like last like week. One literally time, last yeah. week when you fumbled everything. I yeah. don't. I don't remember that. <laughs> I choose not to. Yeah, because that damn award show that we had this weekend. Whew. Any any mistake that Kyle might have made before, whether it's with the soundboard or just saying stupid things on the podcast, you made up for it. It's all been yeah, forgiven. Appreciate it. It's yeah, it was a forgiven. great turnout, man. Yes. what a great night. We like, probably had. 150, 200 people here. Yeah. And yeah, we took home a little bit of hardware. Um, but overall, it was just an awesome show. Shout out to Kyle for putting it on, making some joke on Twitter actually become a real thing. Yep. It was awesome. For something that's never existed ever before, this was the first time that's ever happened. You would have thought that this was like, a, oh, this is our 10th one. Nope. I Yeah, I had a couple of texts about that this morning. And was asked, you know, how things went. And I think for year one, especially, I would consider that a, a pretty big success. Hell yeah. Sorry, Absolutely. I'm sorry. Great success. Great, Great success. success. Okay. Sorry. Stupid. I just remember the video. Yeah. Go big red indeed. No block, no rock. Season three, episode 56. This is, as Mike told me, the finale of season three. Because we will start our new season with our Minnesota episode in Minneapolis at Lions Pub. So, guys, let's go around. We are at the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room, 108th and Harrison, LaVista, Nebraska. I am drinking what is called a good game. Good game. Crisp, crushable, perfect for a Monday night on a work night. And I just want to talk some smack. This is the beer for me. Absolutely. I think... You guys know. I, I've actually alternated pretty well recently with Pilsner and Good Game. Today I am on Pilsner. I guarantee you when we come back for the second half, I will be back on Good I Game. I alternate. I did it one time. I've done it several times. <laughs> I drank it during the award show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Kyle, what are you drinking? <laughs> I've got the uh, squeeze of the day. Again, uh, you know, it's 187 degrees outside, so it's nice and refreshing. Uh, and I mean, I honestly, you could drink a lot of these too. So oh, yeah. that, that helps. It's fantastic. Mike, what are you drinking? I'm drinking good game as well. That is, uh, that is definitely football season is around the corner and that is the beer I will be drinking all football season. So hell yeah. All right. Let's take it to our special guest for the evening. We have with us 
in the tap room, Mr. Mike Sauter, the director of NEB Preps, the head honcho, <laughs> if you will. He is a content creator, journalist for Herd at Sports. I'm throwing all kinds it's, of titles at it's you. fine. I've been called worse <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Um, ask whatever parent I didn't rank their kid properly a couple years ago. So. <laughs> right. Angry voicemails, angry yeah. emails. Yeah, it's, you know, DMs, go, it goes down. It goes down in the DMs. (laughs) Um, I'm drinking good game as well because I feel like I'm kind of a wussy and it's fine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Come on, we're all drinking it. Can I say something? (laughs) I I wanted to attend um, the podcast award show. I actually had a ticket on my phone. Yeah. And um, then it was told to me that that would be night number four of not helping my wife put my kids to get to, to bed in a row. And so it that's was, a death wish. Yeah. I did, so I did not attend. Yeah. So yeah. Well, understandable. It was, hey, it yeah. was, yeah. The show I mean, went on without you. I know. Okay. I, I'm <laughs> sad. I missed it. You know, I, I do. I, I got to say this too. I'm so glad you guys won a couple of awards at your own podcast award shows. <laughs> yeah. It would have been embarrassing <laughs> if, if you wouldn't. Yeah. If you didn't <laughs> win something you're hosting, it would be really <laughs> odd. Yeah. So I just, you know, I thought the opposite. Like I wanted to give them all away because we were hosting. Yeah. But like it's a little, but the voting, like the voting was done by the fans. Like everybody oh. cast the vote. Like it was, I mean, it's legit as it gets. It was just people on social media that took the time to go and vote. It took five minutes. We sent, I sent it to my mom, my grandma, my of grandma's friends. And that's why you want. Yeah. And that's why we want some <laughs> stuff. Right. Other podcasts could have took it a little bit more serious. I wish they would have, because I think there was um, a lot of talented individuals that that's okay. did not sure. take home hardware, but that's why there'll be another one next year. Yeah. Right. It's fine. I mean, just was, you know, thinking that. And then when you said fumbled, I thought you were going to say a different F word because mm-hmm. there are people that know me that. No, I like to say that word. Yeah. <laughs> Which I probably will slip up and do. Oh, yeah. Well, well, hey, you're I, at the right podcast. Yeah. For you, it. I think yeah. you're at the right fucking okay. podcast for that. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I was also told to challenge you guys because I like challenges. I'm yeah. sure you guys understand this by now, just hanging out with me on a Saturday afternoon for a little bit mm-hmm. at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Um, I was told that, to tell you I could beat you in a race. God, oh, Connor. Oh, that's Connor. Got this guy. I don't know. I, you know, I've been training. I ran four miles this morning. I feel good. Whoa. Yeah. I wow. feel good. Okay. Uh, they weren't right. fast. Uh, oh. They weren't fast. <laughs> it took three hours. Yeah. yeah. But I was going to call you fast. Guy. 245. All right. Thank you. Not 245, three. four miles. Are you serious? <laughs> no. God, no. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Right. like, this is going to be cake. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like army crawling. Okay. <laughs> I haven't ran a mile in over a year at least. But I just wanted, there was one day where I was like, okay, I'm going to start running again. And I wanted to challenge myself to go run. And I said, all right, I'm going to knock out a mile. I'm, I know I'm going to be sore. I'm going to stretch like I used to. I ran in college. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm going to do all this, remember all the stretches, muscle memory. This is going to come oh, back yeah. to me. This is yeah. 20 years. I'm 43. This is, you know, we're fine. Like over 20 years. I was sore for like a week, but <laughs> I ran a mile in Seven minutes and nine seconds. Damn. Damn. And before that, I hadn't ran a mile in years. So, Damn. You still got so it. Were you a so, distance runner? So bring it. Um, yeah, <laughs> middle distance is okay. what we call it. I hated cross country. Yeah, I was, I was going to yeah. say, you kind of um, have like the frame of like a cross yeah, country guy. Yeah, I hated, hated cross country. I was a mile guy. Okay. Or college 1500, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. My, mile was like my, I didn't have the 
attention span to run the two mile in like on a track because it's eight laps it gets really boring you don't see anything <laughs> different to take your mind off of it. it's just you know really focus i sucked at that but i was i was a decent miler miler how about well, okay college fifth uh 1500 my pr back you know this years ago was 409.26 jesus and where did you run at Fast? No, where? No, where? Oh, I ran. Fast? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Fast? Uh, <laughs> fast <laughs> university. No, I, I was a late bloomer, as, okay. uh, as you could maybe tell looking at me. So, uh, graduate high school weighing 134 pounds. Holy shit. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, I was like 5'11". And so, anyway, I was, I ran college at York College, now York University in York, Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. I uh, hated it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I did it for one year and left. Okay. So, Talk about running and, and not Then I was an intramural much. champion. Oh. Like a oh. lot. So at UNO. You still have your okay. trophies? No. What? No. For what? Yeah. Intramurals? Yeah. No. Well, I think you get a trophy or a shirt maybe or Maybe a t-shirt. Maybe. Um, no, I don't. I don't. Wait. Well, we've been, one we've anyway, been so. talking, I guess, with like Avery and Anna and yeah, they're like Marissa. Marissa. Real. All those, all of them are like so down. And Andrew, I think he confirmed too yes. for the NBNR herd at track event. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a race. We're gonna do a are race. We're gonna, gonna film your, all of are it. You gonna, are you gonna throw your hat in there or what? No, I just so I just had a knee slash leg surgery in May on May tenth. Oh wow! I feel like that's just yeah. I got a big Ooh. scar on the side of my leg and. Uh, yeah, I'm out. I'm, uh, out. I'm so, retired. I mean, yeah, I'm well, retired. Well, we I'm do retired. need we do need like a patches of Hulahan uh, rule. Yeah. yeah, like we we kind of need somebody out there just kind of giving the the young guys some advice. So maybe you can yeah, just kind of pitch can, in a couple. I, mean, I know how to run. I just not doing it. Yeah, ever again. Yeah, yeah. Not like yeah. I'll jog. I did know. have. I'm not gonna race. A fellow herd at sports guy tell me that I had to ask you this. Oh boy, he said you have a constant urge to fight people. Yeah, I do. I like. Yeah, I'm competitive. Go up the ranks of the Herd at Sports crew, and how many people would you defeat in a fight? A lot. Yeah, um, a lot. And where would you ra- and where would answer. you rank yourself? Uh, Damon could take me. I know I'm feel good about that, just because he's much bigger than me. Um, Andrew could not take me. Shane definitely could not take me. Damn, <laughs> um, Shano. That's for sure. Um, well, we did a push up contest. And I beat him. You know, they didn't think I could do 25 push-ups in a row. And I was like, oh, pff, I'll fucking show you. Watch yeah. This. I'm a college so, athlete one yeah, year. I yeah. I freaking did this. Yeah. So, a real champ. Baby. Yeah. I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I did. I, he only did 23 and I did 25. Um, so I could take Shane. Uh, intern, Andrew, I could take. I feel good about pretty much everybody except Damon. Okay, so you say you're number two on the list. That's what he said feel, you would have been I at. Feel like, I feel like that's fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I feel that like that's that's probably about right. Yeah. Now, Solder, tell me if I'm out of line here. Okay. Because you said, you know, you, you like to challenge people. Yeah, I do. Um, Just coming from someone who's... Not challenge people. I, I like challenges. Oh, like, okay. Like okay. the other that's, day... I see. I see. Like the other day it was, how many bites... Hey, guys, how many bites do you think I can eat this Big Mac in? And they're like five and someone said four and someone said three. I was like, three is not right. But four, I could definitely do four. Yeah. Like four, I think it feels good. Yeah. Did it in four. Wow. <laughs> a Big Mac and four? Yeah. Did you, could you have done it in three? No. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I'm impressed. Four. I don't know. I just, I get like a, 
please don't take this as an insult. No, that's fine. But it's like, like, I'm, damn it. Like a sandpapery kind of guy. Like you're like gritty mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I feel that, you know, I'm not, not like no, asshole yeah. or anything like that, no, but just yeah. like you like clench your teeth and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. Fuck you. I can do it. You know why? You know, go ahead. So in these challenges, what is the one, I, I, it's actually a two-parter. Yeah. What's the challenge that you were most proud of that you accomplished? And what's the one that hurt the most that you oh, couldn't do? Man. Mm. Um, Ooh. Well, what, the most recent one was my good friend Chuck Mulligan, who Chuck is, uh, Chuck is, used to be a high school wrestling coach. And I wrestled like my whole life growing up. So I know kind of what I'm doing. This was in, geez, December, early, like November, December, something like that. He uh, outweighed me by 39 pounds, 30 pounds, 39, whatever. It was, it was like at least 30. A lot. Yeah. And nine years younger than me. And we wrestled like a high school wrestling match at Omaha Central. Did you wear singlets? No. Damn it. Damn it. Not happening. <laughs> Get that on video. <laughs> not happening. I have no hair up here, but I am hairy. And so that wasn't happening. But um, so we wrestled. A, a, he was talking shit, and he's like, I can take you down. I'm like, you can't take me down, you fat ass. You know, like yeah. just going on. And so it, the rules were, hey you get two minutes to try and take me down. And I actually took him down twice. So oh. I didn't like shoot and take him down, but I got the two points. And um, so that was the most recent one. And that hurt the most. <laughs> 43 years old, right? Right. Um, and out of shape and that don't try any, like that one really, uh, that hurt. He also tore his meniscus. Damn. During that? From you? Oh, yeah. In the first, like, 20 seconds. But he fought through it. We made it about a minute and a half before it was like, we're good. So Jesus. <laughs> Nothing like yeah, a bunch yeah. of grown men. Yeah, it was super awkward. That es- <laughs> escalated rather quickly. But I brought, I had a belt, you know. Like, at the end, I still have the picture in case he pops off and talks crap to me. I have the picture of, <laughs> of me with a belt and I'm, like, no glasses on. On top, like the kids lifting me up, and like I'm up oh there with God. a belt on, like belt above my head, like I'm the champ. And then just you know, so that was the most recent one, I guess. So yeah. So okay, so wait, but gritty so- though. I like that because I do challenge. I like challenges, and part of it is and this is kind of a little insight, you know, like real here to me. But um, I was. As a freshman in high school, I weighed 96 pounds. What the fuck? I mean, Damn. you kind of look like him a little yeah. bit. So this as actually, a as a sophomore in high school, I weighed 110. This is are you guys looking in the mirror? Wildly similar. Yeah, like, I came in my freshman year. I was like 98. Yeah, my sophomore year, I wrestled 112. Right, and I wrestled 119. Then I wrestled 132. I graduated at 135. Yeah, so I re- really- I I wrestled 100 in like that year. They they tested out, and now that's the weight. But I wrestled 100, weighed 96. I wrestled 112, weighed 110. I wrestled 19 my junior year of high school, and I weighed about 124, so I cut. And then my senior year was tough. I weighed about, well, I wrestled 25, and I, geez, on like meet on Saturday, Monday, I was probably about 131, 132, so I was Mm. cutting. And that that was like, if we had a duel on Tuesday, I'm cutting seven in a day and a half. So <laughs> damn, like, that was so, yeah. And people yeah. don't understand like being a skinny guy how hard it is to cut weight. I went yeah. into my 
end of my senior season weighing 150, cutting to 32. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then I graduated high school at 134. Yeah. So, I yeah. was like one. No, I'm, yeah, I'm a solid 170 now. Oh, it's rough look, life. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So on a Saturday, we're doing the track event. And then on the Lord's Day, we're doing a wrestling event. So you better buckle up, pal. Yeah, because you wanna, you're, you you're go? going to the. Yeah. You want to get a go? fucking belt, bitch. <laughs> you want to go? Feel great. Hey, I'll bring my belt. It's for NBA hey, Jam, but hey, it's, you know, it's still a belt. At least you have two menisci. Right. Yeah, yeah I do. So, yeah. just saying. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm. it's fine. I had a knee scope and uh, and then a, uh, what they call a nerve decompression surgery um, on my leg. So, um, I'll be, I'll be good. When are we doing this? Just whenever? Well, when I, I would <laughs> imagine day, once soon as the episode to- ends. <laughs> oh, well. That'd be a you don't need rough. to train for comics. Yeah, I can't really fully bend my knee right now, so still, which is weird. He's but, already come know. up with excuses. But no, the, yeah. shit. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. You see that? Let's move these tables. He's gonna start stretching before the episode. Did you see the grimace on his face? His leg. There is a grit. I'm ready whenever, man. You tell me. No, but it's because. So I've I've been told no, I can't all my life. I'll show you. And exactly. I'll show you, man. Like, I don't care. Like I, I was the smallest dude playing football. I was the smallest guy. And then I just got too small. Like my, I played football since I could walk. I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If anyone knows about high school football, jinx, Oklahoma, jinx, like yeah. is mm-hmm. like Philip Dillard. Exactly. Jason Lore. Yeah. Remember Jason Lore? Yep. Yeah. So Jason Lore, true story. Jason Lore was our stand up defensive end. You know, I like back then you had two guys standing up at the yep. end. Yep. Him and Jason Jett, and they were about as big as me in like sixth grade. So I played on the same team um, with those. I wasn't like, you know, I didn't play with those guys because they were never on the field when I was. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See? But we, we grew up uh, when you, and back then, like we were five in tackle. So I just was placed on this team with these guys. Uh, Rocky Kalmus is another guy. He played at Oklahoma, oh, yeah. middle linebacker, yep. Tennessee Titans and stuff. He was our running back. <laughs> so you we were pretty, pretty really good. good. Yeah. We, didn't lo- we lost one game in the sixth grade championship game the whole time I played with these guys. And like, what position did you play? Uh, kickoff team. <laughs> like because i could run fast i Gunner. was tiny yeah Hell like yeah. exactly so that was back when you had a wedge and you need a wedge buster person and i was fast and a little crazy so i just throw myself <laughs> into people your special teams are important yes. you're smaller brandon ragoni sure right yeah that's yeah. what we'll go with yeah you could say even though he was small too i don't know i don't know he's a little yeah <laughs> um but so that but that's where that kind of comes from it was always the little guy Right. Um, just fighting every day to be the best I could and, and do the best I can. And um, athletically, I wasn't like the biggest, fastest, strongest person. Right. But I always I found my niche, I guess, um, mm-hmm. and just fought for everything that I had. So, I mean, then and you know, we moved to Peru, Nebraska, middle of my seventh grade year and eighth grade football. I played for Auburn and that was Chris Kelsey was our mm-hmm. like Jesus. Like right. We, we're playing false city and stuff. And this dude's just killing people. Yeah. Like it was on <laughs> like Chris. So, Jesus. Yeah. We didn't lose a game then <laughs> like that year. And then, um, uh, ninth grade, we moved to grand Island. I played football 
And in freshman football, we didn't lose a game. And then my sophomore year, we moved to Sutherland out by North Platte. Remember Tom Beveridge? Yep. Like actually played, you know, for Callahan as a walk-on wide receiver. So, which, okay. if you look back at it, it's like, man, what were they doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> but Tom, Tom was great and, and good dude. Tom's a great dude. I talked to him, see him. Last time I saw him was at Costco with his wife and stuff. So, um, and then uh, Brandon LaValle, he went to Wesleyan. Eric Kinneman was our running back. He went to Montana. And we're talking C2 football in Nebraska. So, like, yeah, we were pretty good. Um, Lost one game, lost in the semifinals to Hastings St. Cecilia, who ended up winning the championship. So, in my whole entire high school, like, football playing career, I lost, I was on teams. That lost. <laughs> he slipped that part in. <laughs> I was on teams that lost a total of two games. He's a winner, and I was That's around. Right. I was around a lot of good players. Like I saw them you know, right. grow up, and like all of that. So that was kind of why I think I know what I'm talking. Like I know what a player should look like or move like, and all that stuff because it just was around really good. I grew up around it. Um, yeah. So. Not like a coach's kid or anything, but still kind of my own way. And then junior and senior, I didn't play football. That kind of so. segs me, segues me into what I kind of wanted to ask you about is mm-hmm. there are people around this area are saying like, this is the most talent this area has ever mm-hmm. seen. And you're listing all these guys, football, like right? some yeah. dudes, mm-hmm. right? And they're talking about all this talent that we, we have here in this metro. And I mean, would you agree with that? Like, are yeah. we putting to get like the best talent we've ever had around here? It's, if it's not, I don't know, you know, like I don't go back to the eighties and, you know, nineties and stuff, but in the, uh, re- uh, recruiting website era, right. Yeah. Which is 2000. Mm-hmm. This is the best senior class we've probably ever had since 2000. Mm-hmm. I feel very good about saying that there's 12, um, power conference kids, 12, like in Nebraska, yeah. 1.9, 1.9 million people. There's 12. Right. That's a lot. That's a mm-hmm. really high number. And then if you take the not just power conference kids, then you take the group of five, then it gets up to like 21. And then you take the FCS kids. Now you're at like 30 something in the senior class. That's a ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like, whew, it's a lot. Normally we're at like, you know, maybe 20 total, like up from all three levels. Um, so I, I think, I think it's, it's really good. There's 12. I mean, what 12 is shitload. Yeah. Is there something that can be attributed to that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like if, I don't know if it's, um, you know, a lot of people like, Oh, putting them on, putting Nebraska on the map and stuff. Like, I don't know if it's that, I think it's probably part, a lot of different things. So one, uh, Seven on seven is is a big deal. There's traveling teams. Steve Warren does one, has a traveling team around. Um, Nebraska Lead has a traveling team. There's a bunch of different traveling seven on seven teams where they kind of like AU basketball, where they travel around the country and play in the winter and stuff like in Miami and all this stuff. Um, I think that's a key component of it. One, two, the offense has changed. Like it's not option football anymore. Right. Right. So like that totally changes. Um, and helps that I think the other thing is we're just getting caught up with like specialty skill training outside of the high school kind of stuff that is real, you know, strength training and individual football training and all of that. We just kind of got caught up with everybody else. 
with that. Mm. Right. Um, so that's why I think it's that. I think it's all of those. Our coaching's gotten better in high school level. Um, that and, frankly, like, if you look at just, I hate to do this because he's going to be whatever, but um, those guys in that 92 through 98, Mm-hmm. Uh oh, their kids are in high school now. Yeah. Right, Caleb Benning is one. Yeah, yeah. Right, so like that matters, right? The bloodline certainly helps. Yeah, Dan- Danny Noonan's kid, Maverick Noonan. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just the bloodlines kind of help when you kind of it's starting to kind of come back. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. So if they married the right people and had or yeah. had kids with the right people, <laughs> definitely matters. Right. I remember like back in the day, they had like those. Uh, it was Madden on Madden. You could like you'd create like a superstar and it'd be like, your mom was a track star and your dad was this, like your dad right. was a garbage man. And then yeah. it would tell you like your potential. <laughs> yeah. Man. Right. And so like that, that makes me think of like, I, you gotta, you gotta breed with the right people. Right. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shoot, look at, I mean, I, again, I go to Caleb. Caleb's mom was a Canadian national team soccer player. Wow. And Damon was who he was. Damon was a better, if you ask him, he was a better baseball player. Then he mm-hmm. was a football player. Huh. He just was. Yeah. Like he was really good at baseball. I, I mean, remember him really talking good. about that so, on the radio. It's just, you know, I mean that I, th- so I think that's kind of a, an all encompassing answer because it's just, uh, it's everything together. There isn't one silver bullet. Right. But, okay. So another question I know in your experience, you know, covering high school athletes as they're moving into these college roles, um, have you seen any like significant adjustments with these high school programs regarding like nutrition or their weight programs? Yeah. Has that been a big deal? As yeah, well? I think, I think so. I think part of, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I went to, uh, for example, I went to Ashland Greenwood's practice and by the way, I went to 18 practices in 23 days, oh, uh, 18 high school oh. practices, 23 days. I'm done going to practices now. Cause I, once it hits game week, I kind of, we're good. Right. Right. Kind of, you're preparing for the game. You're game planning. I don't want to be a part of that. Right. Distraction or whatever it might be. But I went to Ashland Greenwood's practice and after practice, Trevor Nicholson, one of the best class C running backs ever was, is helping them coach. And he was going through all nutrition. Like this is what fatty acids are and da da da. This is your nutrition for the day, you know, thing that they did after wow. practice. Like he was describing all, he said, if you want more information on this, text me, I can help you, you know, proteins and all. He was going through all of it. I was like, okay, like that's different, right? Yeah. Now, mo- some kids just can't do that. Like they eat whatever the hell they can or their parents can afford or whatever yeah. it might be. So, but yeah, I think there's a little more focus on it. Weight room stuff is important too, I think is is really transitioning. And also like football right now in high school, is, it's year round. Like mm-hmm. it, it really is. It's hard to be a multi-sport athlete now um, just because of the time commitment. Like you definitely can't have a job. So like when I was in high school, I went to practice, then I worked, and then I went home, slept, went to school, went to practice, worked. I mean, right. just cycle, right? You can't, you can't do that. It's impossible, especially in the summer. Like whew, June there, um, yeah, you could do, you could be a, a football workout or something in the morning and basketball in the afternoon and a, play a Legion baseball game at night. Mm. Like, I mean, it just, there's just a ton, right. like too much to do. Um, I'll just say just from a personal standpoint that I'm glad that Nebraska, the state of Nebraska in terms of in-state recruiting is going through this renaissance mm-hmm. 
like right now mm-hmm. yeah. under Matt rule, because well, what have we seen this, this huge emphasis on in-state recruiting and him going to all the high schools. If this Renaissance was happening under Scott, it'd be like, Oh shit, we are like, we're screwing the pooch yeah. because oh. you're not taking stop. Yeah. Cause we're taking, <laughs> we're not taking advantage of all this talent. That's within the 500 mile radius within the, I hate 10 those. mile radius. I hate that word. I, don't you? I hate that phrase. It's <laughs> fucking whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But I, I, point still the same to me. Yes. Like, I'm just glad that it's under this guy where we've said it many times. He seems to be more Nebraskan <laughs> than the other dude. And it's like, whoa, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, yeah, it, there's a lot to that, right? Sure. It's. One, you have an adult in the room, which mm-hmm. is, yeah. everyone said, and it's so true, right? I mean, it clearly is true. Um, he doesn't, he can answer every question at a press conference. He doesn't like shy away from an answer or show up at Big Ten Media Days with an undone tie and a dip in his lip. You know, right. Like just shit like that. Right? How do you like, think, I mean, how do you think he would, hand, how, how he would have handled that question from that lady? About the oh, the Wisconsin issue. I don't know if he would. He'd be like, huh? Well, yeah. What are you talking about? I'm worried about football. Yeah. We're, we're here to focus on football. Stick yeah. to sports. Yeah. Anyway, so, sorry. But no, Rule, I mean, Foley's done a nice job. They, they really have done a nice job for being, uh, quote, outsiders, right? Like, right. it's not people. And even their support staff on the recruiting side and everything, they're not from here, right. basically. So they've done a really good job. And Foley's, you know, state tour of, Jeezy. That was insane. Freaking everywhere. Yeah. Right? That totally helps. Um, but I, now have they missed on a couple of guys? Have they not, you know, misevaluated, I guess would be the right term on some guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Teddy Rezac's one for sure. And they admittedly said that. So um, they just misevaluated him based off the tape. So Notre, Notre just, Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, it so is. Uh, you, but rule and the job that they've done in state so far has been pretty damn good. Yeah. Right? So you're, you're getting, you know, let's face it. I mean, Danny was, Kalen. yeah. Danny Kalen was a, I was going to call him K-line for some reason. <laughs> I did that once and he gave me so much crap. I forget even what it was. He's like, why did you call me? I, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. So a lot um, of you're the NEB prep. Yeah. You should know how to pronounce <laughs> people's name. And that pisses me off when people don't like, you know, TV guys, like they're running through highlights and they can't pronounce it. I, that yeah. just like, Oh, drives me crazy. Yeah. So maybe mad on that, but he, you know, he was the second option. Everyone knows that because he knows that. Yeah. They were so far down the road with Rolla. They just, it is what it is, yeah. but getting him or the three Bellevue West guys, they had to take, right. They just did. Um, Ashton Murphy, I think, is going to be a dude someday, right? Not not right away, but I think he's going to be pretty good. I've watched him practice, and he was just killing. Like, the, and Elkhorn South doesn't have, like, me out there trying to block him. He's You're right. much bigger than me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I probably would have, like, I, w- I would have probably cut him. <laughs> I dove right at the knees every time. Um, you and meniscuses. Yeah. So Jeez. it's just part of it. But, you know, I, I think this in-state class is pretty good. So of what they've gotten, could they have gotten everybody? You can't take everybody. They're already so far down the road with Carter Nelson. You have to take him. 
mm-hmm. right? Like just because he's rated so high and all of those things, um, you had to take him. So that means you missed out on a Michael Burt, who, stati- um, not statistically, but his um, athleticism is off the charts for a kid that big. He looks great. Like I'm, for some reason, I was on the sideline Friday night prep game and walking behind him, and I was like, God dang, this dude looks big and strong, <laughs> and like, all that. So. There's guys like that. So right. what do you do? You pivot and you try and get walk-on kids and all of that. I, I think Brule's done a good job. I really do. Right. Um, people trust him right now. Um, so far, we'll see. I yeah. feel like I feel like every you know Pelini kind of same thing, and then Frost when it was right away. You know Frost like they did this big like in-state. Room. Yeah, they got right. locked the borders down. Yeah. Good luck, but like it just that. That didn't happen. And so when you go back to, I mean, I remember asking him in a press conference after signing day, I had it. I mean, I had it teed up the quote of him. This was the second one. I said, when you were hired, you said something about locking the borders down. I forget what the exact quote was, but I had the exact quote memorized. And I said, how do you feel you did? Oh, <laughs> man. And oh, no. so, and he didn't get everybody or whatever. So he's like, we got the players we wanted, I think was something like the answer. Um, which, hey, man, like, you feel that, good for you. But then it got sour. So it just, it was, uh, I don't know if they had the right people recruiting the right parts of the Metro. If right. You know what I mean by that. So Yeah, yeah. I think we do. So you... <laughs> They, they had the same person recruiting west of 120th and Dodge in Omaha that was recruiting east of 120th and Dodge. In right. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, you can, but you, you need kind of a little more help there. Yeah. Right? It's something we so, talk You have to be able to relate to the recruits. Right. And that's not what happened. No. So um, and that's why you saw Caden Holmes at Bellevue West leave. That's why you saw Michael Riley leave. Like... Um, so Micah Riley Ducker leave, yeah. go to Auburn. He's gonna play, I think, this year, by the way, for them, which is something. Uh Caden yeah. Helms played last year for Oklahoma a little bit, even though they weren't very good. But got things like that, you you started kinda seeing people not. Well, Omaha is such is such a, it's a diverse huge, and it's diverse. Yeah. It's yeah. it's such a huge difference between like bringing politics in this for a second. But like, like even Omaha has like its own kind of oh, yeah. district. Where it's, it's always blue, you know, let's, yeah, let's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not, you know, yeah, yeah, be all cute about it. They're always blue. The rest of the state's red. Yeah. It's just such a different part of that. Right. Just that small little piece. Right. And it's Omaha you and it's so, you, so much different. You, you can't show up. I, I feel, again, very good about this. You can't show up to Omaha North, Bellevue West. Um, and this is a racial thing. It's just how kids are central. Yeah. yeah. Omaha central, Omaha, Burke, all those places, Omaha West side with, um, cargo, um, camouflage shorts and a dip in your lip. You right. just can't do that. Right. There, there are work. different environments. You can probably at Elkhorn South or Millard West or Gretna or something and get away with that. Yeah. Right. It's just a different, yeah, you got, and you got to know the difference. I, I also think one of the, the old staff, um, thought or the most recent one before this one i'm not saying names so um they they just thought that every kid in in nebraska was like 
drooling over him. Yeah, bleed red. If Nebraska offers, we're definitely going for sure because that's what happened in 1995. And they thought that was the same. They had a, such a misconception about that. Totally not true. Right. Like totally think- not, totally didn't happen because they just thought that we're the biggest swinging dick out here and we have to, we're getting everybody. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Well, that's Which not was, true. Isn't, it was true 30 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So they was- thought it was the same and that's not true because these, look, like 18 years, look at the last 18 years in Nebraska, senior in high school. The fuck have they won? Right. Nothing. Nothing. Right. If anything, they've done the total, total opposite. Of right. That. So kids want, like, you know, like kids see that. <laughs> like it's, it's not, you know, well, isn't it's it, not. Isn't it ironic though, that they would have that mindset where the head coach, the very head coach mm-hmm. went to Stanford. He didn't even go to Nebraska to begin. So you right. would think that he might be like, well, maybe there is there a is Bill Walsh better. somewhere else. Yeah. That There's better things out there. <laughs> so you, Here's one right now. Okay. Crazy. Look at, look at, I'm going to bring up this kid's name because I think he's a fantastic human. His dad's awesome. Like parents or mom's awesome. But a kid right now that, and when I say his name, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that kid. Xavier Watts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Notre Dame. He's going to start at safety this year. He's going to play a ton. He might end up working his way into a late draft pick guy or something like that. And people just shit on him in high school. Mm. Like, because he didn't, didn't, come here. didn't go to Nebraska and he didn't run fast track times and he didn't, he wasn't, it was always what he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he was all these other things. And yeah, he didn't go like splash right away at Notre Dame, but he worked his ass off and now he's reaping the benefits of it. He's a fantastic kid, smart. He's going to get a damn degree from Notre Dame. Okay. Like that, you win right there. He developed. Yeah. He definitely developed. He took time to develop. He played some the last couple of years, special teams, and then played more last year. It's, but that kid right now at Nebraska, he could probably use a safety. Yeah. Right. Right. We just had one leave. Yeah, you could use one, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you could use a guy like that. I'm I'm sure you've seen more of this than any of us have, but I, I've just never understood you mentioned, you know, um Nebraska fans maybe not being so happy that he didn't come to Nebraska. I just don't understand the hate time. that these guys get that when they make a decision that is ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. what they feel is best for them. I, we should be supporting these guys going yeah. to get, like you said, a, a degree from Notre Dame is already a win. Right. So it's I will say it's changed a little bit now, right? The last couple of years, it's, it's moved kind of like people like, Hey man, good luck. Awesome. Wish we would have had you, whatever. I will say like three to maybe three years ago and before the portal really yeah. kind of flipped it. Yeah. So it, people were just like, I can't believe he didn't choose Nebraska. Why would you not? And da, da, da. And, Oh, by the way, oh, he's not very good. Yeah, that harms I in-state recruiting. I that. Yeah. So I, I cannot stand that when it comes to in-state guys. So because they didn't choose Nebraska, they're not good enough. Yeah, suddenly, yeah, suddenly, their talent yeah, went down. Yeah, Notre Dame is yeah. not as good as Nebraska. What? <laughs> when they chose, when, when uh, Caden Helms chose Oklahoma, it was, oh, yeah, yeah, he's eh. just okay anyway. It's okay. Like, right. He's just okay. He'll find no, out. But, like, 
a, the 24 hours or five minutes before he said he was going to Oklahoma, you were like, sweet, we need let's him. go. We, yeah. Let's get him. What, what changed? Nothing. Like right. the kid didn't get any worse. Your opinion changed because he didn't choose your school, which is shit. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. Right. So it, I get fired up about that because it just makes me so mad. I don't know. I'm four kids. I, I don't give a damn where they go. Like, right. I, I don't care. I also kind of trained my mind to like, I want to, it'd be cool if Nebraska, this is, you guys might punch me, but it'd be cool if Nebraska wins on a Saturday, but it ain't going to change my life. No. Right. Right. Like for me, like I just, it, it I watch the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> I watch the games. I, you know, root ish for them. If I'm not there or whatever, working like away games, I'm like, yeah, man. And then I get a little frustrated watching the game if something bad happens, but I, and I listen to the post game shows and the, this and taking all that. But I, I also like, yeah, it is. It's it's ultimately entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. But I've also trained like through your media. Yeah. I can't root for them. Right. Like I just can't root for them because it'll skew my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that. Right. So I've, I've, in the last five, six years, I've really trained my mind to kind of just, whether it be basketball or whatever, like where Nebraska basketball, I want them to win every game. Creighton, I want them to win every game. Omaha, I want them to win every game. I don't care. Right. I don't, don't give a shit either way. So, um, it, when they play each other, cool. want to see a cool game. It doesn't matter to me. Um, who, who wins or loses or yeah. I, yeah. I don't care. It, it would be nice to have a nice, it would be nice to have a successful in-state college program yeah. because then it would just kind of ensure success for the in-state recruits. Like they have a good place to go and it's nearby. Man, I feel feel really good that it's coming. I really do. Maybe, maybe this is a perfect time to take a break right there. Yeah, no, let's, let's Let's take a break right there. We're going to top off our beers and we'll be right back. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Well, I'm Tyler Johnson with American Legacy Land Company. I help landowners sell their land to the right buyer. I also help buyers find their ideal piece of property from farm or ranch ground to recreational property or development ground. You can give me a call at 402-616-5801. Once again, Tyler Johnson with American Legacy Land Company. We have a saying, no block, no rock. Thanks, Troy. Method man. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's Fuck all yeah. Jared. Fuck. Did yeah. you see him kind of like jolt in oh, his immediately. Oh, yeah. He immediately wanted to go get wow. his singlet on and start wrestling. Bunch of four white guys. <laughs> There's Listen, five of us. One guy lives Listen. in Iowa and <laughs> Method Man comes on. Yeah, yeah. And Shop. one of them's a pale redhead and from one of them has a One of them has a Pantera sticker, which is even hey, worse. There's a Wu-Tang sticker on there, too. There is. No, it's gone. Yeah, the no, it's there. What? Cream team. Oh. oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. yeah. Come all on. Right. I did have a big Wu-Tang W, but it was peeling. So I'm like, all right, I got to oh. replace it. First all vital right. I ever bought was 36 Chambers. Wow. Yeah. Wu-Tang the whitest shit I've ever said. You don't <laughs> look like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. Let me just say, I just said, um, we're going to talk Wu-Tang. Every time you go to a Wu-Tang concert, more white, more white people easily. Now. Yeah. Doing this. Now. No, mm. that even back then. I Even when they're I, playing their, their shows in, in underground in shows in nah, Staten Island. Hell no. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. Okay. Now. All right. Go ahead. As we were taking our break, mm-hmm. I, I kind of cut you off because you Sorry. said something that was a perfect segue. You said something to the effect of 
you know, I, I'm pretty encouraged by mm-hmm. what you have been seeing from Coach Rule. Mm-hmm. Can you get, go into more detail? On yeah, that? I again, it's the adult thing and everything everyone's talking about, right? Like it's it's the same. You know, the narrative is, oh my gosh, just wait for a couple of years or you know until they get it that roll in and mm-hmm. all that. It's because the systems in place behind the scenes are actually like good <laughs> and positive and that it's feels a lot more not individualized and it's not uh all about oh man this guy is our head coach and we're gonna make comic books about him right right so i worked at that place when they did it and i was oh, like yeah. what is doing? so anyway um but i i i, I feel like the God, all the support staff that you don't, you know, non-coaches are phenomenal. Professional. People like them. They like people because not a lot of times you run into that. And they're a little more open, I think. And I think, I also think part of it too is, you know, the portal era and NIL era, NIL era really you're not as insulated with players. And so you feel a little more, you know, connected to them. Because before, if you want to talk to a player, you got to send the SID an email and then ask, and then they got to ask, and then the SID asks the player or the coach, and then they say yes or no, and it's all these hoops you got to jump through. Mm-hmm. Now, I could probably call a player and get them on the record whenever I wanted. So it just feels a little bit better. Now, I, you know, probably not today during the preseason or something when they're at camp, but it just feels a little more open feel it's a little more fun but they also haven't played a game right (laughs) that's the big thing until they start losing then it might change because they're they're, i mean let's face it the roster's not significantly better than it was the last couple of years yeah so you there's gonna be hiccups and we'll see but there will be hiccups, guys. Yeah, there yeah. will. What? Everybody, no. there, there will, will be. be hiccups. No, we're going twelve and zero, right? Yeah, wow. there will be. No, there I say, not a chance. Yeah, there, I say, there will be close losses this year. If I had to put my oh, money wow. on it, six it's going to happen. Hey, if six we're gonna, points or less, though, it has to be six points or less because that's what happened last. Time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, there unreal. are a couple of games on that schedule where if we lost by six or less, hell, I would even say 10 or less. Michigan. I, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, the big one. If we lost yeah. by 10 or less to Michigan, Sweet. sure, it's still a loss. It hurts. Shoot, even Minnesota like, right now. Yeah. Minnesota's going to be good. I don't know. We, shit on PJ Fleck, and I know you guys don't like PJ Fleck. I yeah. Hate that guy. But yeah. he fucking wins. He wins. Yeah. Dude, I. I have been doing just his stick in all of feels yeah. like it wears itself out. It does. He's a yeah. Fucking annoying guy. I mean, he's he's been there. This is his seventh wins, man. Yeah. Seventh, yeah, seventh so, year. Listen, I'll put up with any stick so, as long as you're winning. He I, never wins like you know right. championships, but he wins enough to keep his job and to keep him in consideration and contention and all that stuff. So two parts of this. So I've been doing a big deep dive into Minnesota. PJ Flex tenure there in their current roster. PJ Flex seems to operate in three-year cycles. Mm. Every third year, which what we're in right now, is a significant drop-off oh, Wow! And how they produce. So you're saying there's a chance. His first yeah. and fourth year <laughs> weren't that great. We're in year seven now. I, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Could. You're saying the numbers suggest. I don't know. Could. But I have, uh, I've looked at, you know, there were a lot of notable question marks from mm-hmm. some players leaving. Um, and I've been looking at the replacements. Uh, 
the biggest one for me was in that running back room. Because mm-hmm. no shit. Yeah. Um, and this kid they brought in is, he's no joke. Um, I, I'm still very worried about that Minnesota run game. Their O-line's still fairly O-line. decent. Yeah. And their quarterback is athletic. We already found yeah. that out last year. Because mm-hmm. Tanner Morgan didn't even play last no. year. So okay. he did not play against Nebraska. It's the same guy. And the, that, that guy absolutely murdered us last year in Lincoln. That was crazy, though. That was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, well, well, no, just out of sorts. How does this freaking happen? Tanner Morgan played. I know. He, he got played hurt. that first half. Yeah. And minute. They looked worse. Yeah. Right. That was when Ty Robinson knocked him out right before halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's like, yeah. Ethan Kaliak Manis. Bring him in. Say that again. Ethan Kaliak Manis. Yeah, get that as a drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. After we pick him off four times, you can play it all you yeah, want. Yeah, you can play it all you freaking want. We always have this We have this talk all the time about who has the most punchable face in the Big Ten. Oh, wow. As Which far coach? as head coaches. Head, head, oh, head coaches. Head coaches. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, golly, this is hard. He wants to say PJ so bad. I don't. No, pick someone it, different. It's no, like I looking don't. in a mirror, isn't it? I don't. Um, <laughs> you do not look like PJ Fleck. I'm going to give you credit. I'm there. just kidding. You look way better than PJ Fleck. You look, you're closer to Scott Van Pelt than you are PJ. Fleck. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like yeah, SVP. That's, that, that's a, I just, I can't do the, you know, SVP has the full, no head face hair. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. My wife even was like, Mr. Clean, you can't like, you have to have some sort of, yeah. if you're going to go be bald, you gotta yeah, I bick it every other day. I was gonna say, are yeah. you, do you use yeah, like you a, use, the electric one? No, bick it. Oh, you yeah. you do yeah. full bone oh, yeah. cream. Rip the shit out of it every, every day. other day. Every other day. Our buddy who's mm-hmm. bald, he has like this. Yeah, the like skull round. thing. Yeah, like the yeah, skull yeah. thing. Yeah, this is just just old school. Whoosh, rip it off. Yeah, gritty. Yeah. It's like, gritty. You're, you gritty. Got, gritty yeah. as hell. You got the little toilet paper squares on your head after you get done shaving. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Let me tell you, there is no worse pain than cutting your head shaving. it fucking stings. Bad. Which, yeah. which bleeds one? like hell. It bleeds like... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it bleeds like hell. I did it the other day, right behind my ear, too. And like <sighs> I caught it right behind there. I was like, ah. Oh. And it stings in the shower. Cause you do it in the shower. You have to. Yes. Yeah. I right. mean, you don't have to, but anyway. Pretty tell um, punch- I don't know. It looks good. Punchable fit. Thanks. Appreciate it's that. shiny. Shinier the better. Everyone makes fun of me because my head's shiny. I'm like, Fuck I don't know that. what you want me no. to do. It looks good. I think it yeah. looks nice. Thanks. I try hard. <laughs> I try um, hard. <laughs> punchable face. I was gonna say Ryan Day. Mm. That's been yeah. a popular. That answer. was that was my initial pick. Why do you say Ryan Day? I don't know. I don't have anything against him because he's born on third base. Wow. It's no. It's he's not, not gritty a, at um, all. You asked for a punchable face, not yeah. about who they are as people. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of fact the way they look. Well, yeah. Um, okay. I thought. The personality pisses would, me off. I still like you. Pat Fitzgerald was kind of that guy for me a little bit. Like, just because everyone just else like, liked it. Oh, yeah, for it looks. Just sorry. like, I'm tough guy. You know? I'm yeah, a linebacker. This, yeah, linebacker, tough guy. Rose like, Bowl. Man, man. fuck yourself. I'm going to punch you. Right. Shrek I ca- clap. I kind of yeah. want to know like, who would win in a fight, Sauter or Jim Harbaugh, because they kind of have like that same crazy energy. Mm-hmm. No. Nah, Harbaugh like, eats steak with his ketchup. Like, ketchup. Ketchup on steak. Yeah. And then drinks milk with it. Like, that's that means a lunatic. I'm sorry, that's Sauter. Until, yeah, you that's don't a stand a chance. Yeah. He's yeah. Crazy. Nah, Until I'm the day good. Jim Harbaugh bicks his head. Yeah. I'm taking you. I'm taking you, you all day. Bake it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sometimes I'd run out of shaving cream and I just use lather up some soap and just oh, you're kidding. Then that, you're that really real. then you're really just going just Are you ripping serious? it off. Jesus. Yeah. Shotgun a beer over your head. Tough and then- guy. I might change up my answer now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After he gets done shaving his head, he just pours vinegar on top. Like, no. All right. No, I use that weird like man like for your head shit. So <laughs> right. like, nice. the, the like fancy shit that smells good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Follow up question on most punchable face. Who at this table has the most punchable face? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm going to say Mike. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's the first one. Really? Do you, Fuck yeah. You know, I win that like 80% of the time. They pick right? like Connor's been picked a lot. I think nah, it's the mustache. Like wrestlers, we're good. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I like for it. some reason. Right. I'm all in. Yeah. It's like the no facial hair fucking thing. Dude, yeah. I can't grow facial hair. That's twelve. Hey, you talked earlier about arm hair. Oh wow, you're twelve. You talked earlier Thank about you. being a late bloomer. <laughs> He's yeah. definitely Mike. still blooming. He's trying yeah. to bloom. I'm like a flower, all right? He's one of those that like half blooms and it's like, ugh, whoa. We got to just literally, quit watering it. I can't grow facial hair. Just I can't grow t- arm hair, leg hair, anything. Yeah. My grandpa had one Let's chest hair. Get out. One. Wait, he just, uh, seriously. Like one long Italian, no. 100% Italian guy, one long curly chest it was, hair. I have like 170 long. shoulder hairs. I don't, have, I don't have a hair on my back. <laughs> wow. It's incredible. He used, to, he used to play that chest hair like the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho, one, anywho. One, chest <laughs> one chest hair. One chest hair. One chest hair. And he'd and comb you know, it. He'd comb it every time we came over. I got more than him, Ew. though. Yeah. And you know, just like curled, curled at the end. Oh, Jesus. I think I got oh, one, Ugh. like, arm hair right here. <laughs> and that's more than I have. You, like, clip that off a little bit. Sorry. I always thought you were getting Brazilians, Mike. No. Yeah. No. You just, just look l- like you would. Low T. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <just> <laughs> okay. Well, something on top. I don't know. I don't, where do we take this? Um, I okay. had a feeling this was going to get off the rails, and I'm glad I contributed. <laughs> Listen, that implies that implies that there are rails. Yeah, there's there two rails on this. Oh, wow. Zero rails. I could sit there all night. What was it? Um, it was a few months ago. We had Damon on. Uh, and yeah, after the episode, he told us, you know, he's like, he had fun, mm-hmm. but I, I think, wow, I, he had I, fun I, once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I believe his exact words was like, you know, spending, if I think, or I think if I spent a full night with you guys, I would end up in jail. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd get into trouble. That's he really, he said I would get into trouble. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes, I would get into trouble. I, I would feel like we should try it sometime though. Yeah. 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 I'm down. Yeah. You get, we'll get you in and you, you let me know. Yeah. I, Damon probably would not be down. I'm down. We... Probably could have a good time. Yeah. You look like you're a wild and crazy guy. Oh, I can get a little. <laughs> I, I saw you at the uh, the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Oh, whoa, we don't need that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey. I hey, don't bring dirty laundry hey, to this podcast. There's hey. no dirty laundry here. No draws. Come on. I was hot. Yeah. You, but you had the uh, the rally shark hat on. I was just. Bill straight in the air. I nice. sweat. Because I'm a man and I have hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gave you a look like. What? He just looked into my and soul. So I just like a sweat a lot. I really do. And it, just, it was hot. So I just was like messing with my hat. And people thought I was being crazy. I was like, nah, I was just moving around and taking it off and made a shark hat. Yeah, it was just being yeah. me. Yeah. No, the okay. rally shark hat's dope. Yeah, just hanging out. That wasn't I didn't even do it on shit. purpose. I was just like, all right, I don't want to hold it in my hand. So I'm going to put it here like rally shark hat. <laughs> and because I'm hot and I yeah. just don't want to carry it. There's a method. To the men. I was always. complimenting him. Yeah. I feel good. Enough. Enough. It was a nice I feel thing. good about my choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, 
I know this is a weird transition. My wife does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you <still a> lady. <laughs> My old lady. <laughs> God. This is kind of a weird transition. First but. of all, can we wait a second? So yeah. if you ever, if I called my wife, hey, old lady, or if she heard me. her <laughs> that <laughs> How would that go? Hey, hey, old lady, how are you? Do you want to go to the bedroom? That'd be <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. So she would punch me in the face. And yeah. if she ever heard me referring to her as my old lady, like if I was talking to dudes like you guys, it'd be like, yeah, my old lady said she would be like, "What the? Fuck? Yeah. What are you yeah. just talking about? Don't ever say that again." So anyway, smack the top so of your ball head. She's yeah. gritty too. No, 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 no. Just no, in that no. one instance, just doesn't no. deal with shit. She does not. Yeah, yeah. there you go. No, <laughs> yeah. no fuss. Does not deal with shit. Old yeah. ladies yeah. tend to not. Wow. Oh wow. Oh boy. Whoa. Hey, I don't know his wife. Okay. Oh, she's gonna hear this. This we, is the non-married one. I'm gonna show this to her. Punchable face. She's going right to punch here. you in the face. <laughs> I'm pointing out She will punch you in the face. I'll forward you Jared's address. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. Um, okay, go ahead. Weird transition, like I said before. Okay. What do you think of these alternate jerseys? I like them. Do you? Like with the blue outline stuff? I think it's fine. Is it, if you actually watch the video of like the nice old lady grandma with the $100 Listen, yeah. book in her hands. Yeah. Which is odd. 75 I mean, Whatever. It's still too expensive. Um... <laughs> And it's great. I like saw someone flipping through it. Um, you know why it has the blue. People are freaking out about the blue. It's a I'm cool like, story. Dude, like, it's cool. That's part of the reason. It's mm-hmm. like, goes back to the very first game ever played at well, Memorial Stadium. If anything, I'm like, just, should I don't, they, I know you're all be blue. I know you're going to look like the Creighton Blue Jays a little bit, <laughs> but <laughs> no. just, listen, embrace. That's what alternates are supposed to be. They're supposed to be nuts. They're supposed so to be weird. So you're saying embrace the winning that Creighton is doing. No, wow. I remember that time Nebraska hold on, green, though. Hold on wow. a second. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> I, I do want to point out that Creighton football has never won a game. No, they have not. <laughs> right. So we are undefeated against Creighton what football. Kind of football you're talking about? Soccer, they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I anyway. I don't know if you guys saw the mock-ups of like the all blue jerseys. I didn't hate them. I liked them mm. more. Like nah. I don't dislike mm. what we did with these alternates. I don't like. I'm not rioting in the streets over them. Nah. But like if you if the blue was like a central point of the story of this alternate, I feel like it was really underplayed. Yeah. I don't know. Like from I don't know if it was. I think they put that in there on purpose to be like, hey, this is why there's a blue. You're just like a little bit of blue. You're this just paying why. homage. Yeah. Yes. Like you're just just but, enough. I mean, other than that, they don't look all that different. But just they don't. Let me right. give you um sitting in the stadium perspective. You do your go big red. They're wearing blue. What are you going to do? It's a that, little that'd be weird. bit of blue. It'd be you awkward. No, 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 no. If they were wearing no, blue jerseys, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. If they're wearing all odd. blue, that would be, yeah, that'd be weird. It'd be weird. Wait, yeah, you're so, never going to do no. that. No. It's Mike, the most I, American jersey we've ever had in Nebraska right now. I'm saying it right now. Mike, I Red, have a white, red so, white, and blue. You can't. When we had the black alternates, did they still yell go big red? I but there was red on them. You can still have red on them. There was still red on the blues. But if you went with the all blue, there wouldn't be any red. It'd be a little bit. No. How would you see the numbers if everything was blue? Well, there's white. The numbers outline. would be white. Yeah, with yeah, maybe, maybe put the red, red outline. The rules say you now you're now you're tweaking it. You said oh my I Lord. saw the one, I saw that mock up on the internet, and that was just blue and white. No, there was red on back that. Back in my you day, could, we didn't back have. My, we yeah. back in, no, actually, we you could say red. no. You could say back in my day, we did wear all blue. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here, okay. So when I first saw the jerseys, I'm like, okay. No matter what you do, people are going to be like, this fucking shit sucks. 
there's blue on it. So either way, you're not going to really, you're going to piss people off. It's just, I felt like they knew that and they just went with the half measure like Mike Ehrman Trout. No more half measures, Walt. Yeah. Like, let's go. Like, if you're going to do it, don't be a pussy. Nah, they wouldn't it. do the whole blue. There's Adidas no sucks. People Adi- that's okay. Yeah, Whoa. what's your opinion on Adidas? Mm. Wow. 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 That's awkward. That's a, that's um, a, that's a sponsor. Wait, that, that's a perfect yeah. Zoom. <laughs> Adidas sucks. <laughs> I, I, that's a tough one for me. Um, I own a lot of shoes. Like, I'm a big shoe guy. And uh, all of them except for two. And we're talking like when I say shoes, I mean tennis shoes, not even yeah. dress shoes. Tennis shoes, I guess. I I just went through them all. We moved. So I just kind of got rid of some. Um, but I still think I have about 20. Pairs some of Adidas? Tennis shoes. And two of them are not Adidas. Wow. I rock, Adidas. Like, I rock with that. I'm also, right now, sitting here, I have this Adidas shirt. I have Adidas shorts. I have Adidas socks and shoes on. Wow. And Adidas draws. No. So is that, is that a, is that a sponsor? No, no. But I just just, like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I just, and I'm also weird about this. I was in the office today and someone was like, wow, look at you. You look nice today. I'm like, why? Cause I have a fucking polo on. What's wrong? (laughs) Marissa, actually Marissa Voss, who I work with, she said something, I go, cause I have a polo. Like what? She goes, no, you're just all like Adidas, everything. I go, why would I not be? And she looked at me like, well, what do you mean? And, I, and it was, I was like, I will never not be. Like, I will never. You would not catch me dead wearing a Nike shirt with a D. Oh, shoes God. On. You look oh, like a goober no. if you do that. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm, you have to be all or nothing. The Correct. only non-Adidas stuff I'm wearing right now is this T-shirt. Yeah. Like, that's it. But it doesn't have, like, a big Nike swoosh. No. Yeah. So, it, well, I'm, so I will wear battle stuff because those are my guys and they give me stuff and like their stuff. It fits great. But like you can mesh that. You can wear battle and Adidas or whatever. But you cannot wear like there's no way you could wear <laughs> Nike, Under Armour, Adidas all at the same time. See, he might have so, a stroke. You come walking yeah. past Mike <laughs> with that combination. He might just stroke out right in front I of you. Would. Yeah, you can't do that. So you got told you look nice. Yeah. Did you pick the head today? Yes, this morning. That's why. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I did. I did. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I did. I, I, I shaved my head this morning. Took, some, took the time. For us. That was so nice of you. I was, yeah, I knew I had to be here and I figured it'd be on camera. So I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to look nice. I even actually put the polo on for you guys. Wow. Wow. You yeah, do Adidas look nice. Polo. Yeah. You look nice. You know, I like how he hit us with like, with the Marissa thing. Exchange. Yeah. It's like the Joe Pesci scene in Goodfellas. Yeah. I look yeah. good. I look good how? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. what are you trying to say? I was like, dude, I'm not going to. What? what like, you- yeah. I know. I do. <laughs> I know. I, I, know do. I do. I don't need your opinion input of what, how I look. I know what I look like. I, I don't light blue fucking shorts on today. I look good. See, <laughs> blue looks good. Yes. Oh, Mike. Hey, you know what? I don't. Look. I'm just saying. Just go for from, it. From a, from a, College athletes' perspective, I bet Adidas is very boring for them oh. compared to these other schools that have Nike and Sometimes, Jordan. Yeah. Let's, let's not go after boring. Adidas. I don't think they care. Adidas has produced some decent alternates. I would Man. say when I would say that I Nebraska's, like the black ones. Nebraska's alternates in recent years have been pretty boring. What's well, not black helmet Adidas, was nice. Too. It was dope. Yeah. Um, but 
I don't think it's just Adidas. I think it's Nebraska. We are, you know, this program that they're scared to go away. Yes, yeah, we but are all about But if you look at the alternates of the other schools that are Adidas schools, they're also boring as hell. I don't. Think I don't all know. Of them. I just saw a Michigan. And I'm like Michigan colored, like um, crew neck long sleeve the other day, and I almost bought it. And I was like, yeah, that's mm. Michigan colors, Jordan brand. But it was. Right? It was, yeah, it was navy with that yellow. And I was like, whoa, that looks good. Like, I, need, I think I might need that. I mean, Nebraska needs to No, because then all the fans will be mad at you, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I wear the same colors and stuff pretty much every day. I don't, I don't. Black, care. red, gray. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm the exact I, same. I don't wear gray. Yeah, black, red, I pit through that white, shit. Gray. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the alternative. You've heard of the alternative right? uniform. They make yeah. anti perspiration. Yeah, I've been there, done it. You no. don't have any hair. I know. Dude, How's that possible? I'm a sweater like you. He takes Jesus. medication for his. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I no, wish you know I what? did. You know what alternates people don't talk about is like those Buffalo ones that they wore with the all whites, the 60 yeah. style yeah. Uh, like numbers those. with the light camouflage. Those were sharp. Yeah. yeah. And they I won like that it. game. <laughs> yeah. God. They played Buffalo, but I don't. I, uh, we're also to be honest with you. I couldn't game. care less about the altern- alternative uniforms. Couldn't care less. <laughs> they could go 10 years without using an alternative uniform and. I wouldn't care. Don't, I don't care. Don't care either that Kyle, much. do you know what I would care about more than an alternate? Oh boy, what? A if you win. Could, yeah, I, yeah. That's all. I, like a win. I thought you said if you could a hear out of your headphones. <laughs> right. No, I can't. <laughs> that was just the first half. A win. I love winning. I love uh, winning. I, <laughs> I do have a question for you, Mike. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Do you have any insight into this Brandon Baker situation? I don't. Okay. Mm. I was curious. Sorry. Is he, he part of the NBA preps now? No. no, I mean yeah, he's right. he's he's I mean he's warming up on the recruiting sites and all this other yeah. stuff. Mm. Look, right. he said his last official visit, and from everything that I've read about the guy, he seems like he does his homework. Like he looks like he's truly interested in actually trying to think about where he wants to go and kind of doing the math wherever he's been. And so his last official visit being at Nebraska. It can't be a bad sign. It's not a bad sign. No, it's not a bad sign, and it's nice to be the it's last place. Go, it's also way better to go first. You think it's better to go first? 100%. Okay. Why do you yeah, say that? Yeah, I guess because you'll cancel, my, you'll cancel for, yeah, your other visits. From my it. experience, it going first is, is such a bigger deal. If I can get you on our campus first, because you're going to feel good. But he's been here a lot. Like, I know, but if, if it's an official, it's mm-hmm. different because you're like, Partying with the players on that Saturday night. No, whatever, you know? they yeah, don't. They don't 100%. party. You can. Yeah. So <laughs> that, but it's way better to go first. Okay. Way better. Yeah, because that because if that, you, you look, commit it, and then you cancel. I would say I don't know this exact number, but I would say those that go first on official visits, if let's say a kid has five of them scheduled and the first, you know, whoever goes first. I would venture to guess it's probably a 70% commit rate. Mm, it's pretty okay. high. It's a pretty high number. I'm going to see who his first OV is. Yeah. yeah. So um, a question or a quote that was given to us, and I actually don't even remember who said it. I'm sure one of these guys will. Um, have you noticed we were told that if a recruit does not come with their mom. Greg Smith. Greg, Greg Smith. Smith. There it is. Yep. If a yeah. recruit does mm-hmm. not come with their mom, they're not seriously entertaining that. 100%. Have you seen, yeah. Yeah. 100% I agree with that. I was going to say. No question. What, all, the only thing that mom matters. Is, mom and bring, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you guys something. We can, we can get explicit here. This is going to be uh, explicit material for yeah. a minute. <laughs> so uh, my brother, who is a 
college basketball coach. He's been a JUCO head coach, uh, been a division one assistant, been a JUCO assistant, all that stuff. My brother recruited Devereaux Biggs twice. People remember that name. Yep. So turned him into a JUCO All-American before he went to Nebraska. And he actually told Tim Miles, hey, Devereaux can't be, can't go to Nebraska. It's too close to home. Da, da, da. And then look what happened. He got in trouble. So anyway, he told me, geez, long time ago. Pussy is undefeated. Never lost, never will mm. when yep. it comes to recruiting. So mom and girlfriend, 100% have to be on board. Have Facts. to be there. No question. Girlfriend, probably more important at times, sure. depending on the mom. Because, but it's, because it is undefeated, it has never lost and it never will. You could, you could apply mm. that to wars. Yeah. From everything. Millions. Yeah, you, everything. You know, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Pussy is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's what he told we'll me. And I was, like, I was like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, just think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. The wars have been fought over That's that stuff. That's true. Man. Yeah. Like, 100% true. So kids from, like, far away have girlfriends and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, no, distance doesn't matter. Bullshit. It yeah. matters. Yeah. It depends on where their girlfriend or what she wants to study or where she wants to go or whatever. So... Yeah, it it ain't it is never lost. Have you seen um Stas like in a weird way attempting to recruit girlfriends? Like, yeah, oh yeah, you, you, you have to. to. Yeah. Yeah. You can come here to. too. Yeah. You have to. Cause it's their love of their life until like until they're not they meet until, until they it's meet not until until Thanksgiving break. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like oh, eight weeks the into the semester and doing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah. Happens all the time. Happened to me. No, babe. Yeah, I know I, I want to like, be a star D1 athlete, I was, but we're, no, we're I was forever. In, I was in, I mean, it was, I was, you know, not even that far away from home. And I was like, yeah, like it was Thanksgiving break. It was like, yeah, we probably, we, it was like a mutual, like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be a track star. Like that was not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I think, Kyle, this is for you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Sauter saying pussy's undefeated replaces his I prefer back door. Yeah. How about that? No. Yeah. No. What? yeah. We have more buttons. It's okay. Yeah. Normally I, I prefer back door. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a year ago. That was like a year ago. I was talking about gambling. You know, <laughs> I swear to God, gambling you know, I swear. beer. I was almost spit across the room. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I was talking about gambling. And, and now you know, Mike. Ugh. And now you know. <laughs> <laughs> now that there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Sorry. All right. Anywho. Very, back very to recruiting. Adult um, conversation there. Yeah. No, it's it's something that I'll, I'll say this, as far as recruiting is concerned. And I've seen I've seen it in basketball. I've seen it in football. I've, I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable on the subject, but. And it's something I guess I'd, so I have, you know, lights like these and in my, probably the same ones actually, newer. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. same, these are the same yeah. ones. Yeah. I have these in, in my basement and I have two things that I tape to them. So, and they're, you know, close in front of my face. One of them is it's going to be a dog fight. hundred mm. percent. Like it just is. It's every day, constant. It never stops. Never is going to stop. You're always thinking about it. You're always doing it. And respect to the people that do it full time, like that cover it full time. Yeah. Because it's hard. It is really hard. Um, and I, 
you know, I, I do, but I don't at the same time. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like I don't need to <laughs> like, and it's super competitive in that industry, which is, which is fine. I find, I have my little niche, you know, like in-state guys. And I feel like I have a good relationship with most or if not all of those guys and, or even girls like on the basketball, even softball stuff at times and volleyball occasionally, but I do, it's going to be a dog fight. That is one thing that is like a motto of mine that I live by. Um, and then the other one is, uh, celebrate the story differently. And that is, mm. that is my personal motto mission statement, um, that I actually had some help on, uh, putting it together. And that is forefront of my mind. It's my like well, Twitter X, I guess, bio and it's bio on everything I do is celebrate the story differently. That's not a knock on people that write stories or cover stuff or whatever. That's just my, that's my belief and how I feel and what I do. Now I want to do it. And it's just, Hey, you do you, I'm going to do me. Right. Like I, I, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not saying what you do is wrong, but I'm going to do it this way. And I think you can take that to recruiting too. Like we want to be a little bit different than the next guy. How do you, how can you stand out a little bit differently than everybody else? Cause everyone's trying to do stuff a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's my, those are, I mean, I, seriously, like on the bottom of those lights, I have two just handwritten notes. It's going to be a dog fight. Celebrate the story differently is the mission. Um, is a vision and the value statement is build team first relationship. I mean, I think whatever talk about yeah. all that, but like there's, there's things that it's not just, I go be me, you know, and do what I do every day because like, whatever. No, there's like a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And a, and a reason why I do it, but yeah. I, the, it's going to be a dogfight in recruiting thing is it is absolutely a dogfight. And if you're wrong, if you miss on enough guys, oof, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Well, so, I, I enjoy that. Celebrate the story differently because I've said this a couple times on the podcast since we started and, uh, I, I've kind of built my videography business off of weddings Mm-hmm. And I started off as like a general, like, oh yeah, you know, throw the elevator music on there. It's all slow motion, yeah. throw in the tearjerker stuff. Yeah. And I quickly started to realize, I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I, right. I just think it's very generic. That's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And so suddenly it started to kind of come to me like, man, this is a, a celebration. It's a party. Right. It's a, it's a happy day. So mm-hmm. why is it not, you know, it should be fast paced. It should have fun music. It should be everybody kind of right. hanging out and having a good time. You throw in little tear jerker stuff here and there, but like to celebrate the story differently mm-hmm. is just like, that's, that's a it. motto for me as well, yeah. because like my business has been successful because I'm not like everyone else. Right. Like that's exactly that. That's what I, I I'm telling you guys. Like that is now that can't, it took hours and hours of work that I, to even just come up with that one little mission statement, probably eight hours Mm. that I sat in a room, actually not far from here. Um, I don't really feel like sharing the person's name because whatever, but, um, it was me and two other people, Taylor Siebert, who owns Strive, um, good, really good friend of mine. We actually, I was very much so honored to win the, uh, or be given, I guess the, uh, Nebraska Coaches Association Media Person of the Year Award with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Both 
kind of got it and received the word at the same time. And I cried because um, mm. that's just what I do when I get emotional because I care about my work and my yeah. job yeah. and I'm really am passionate about it. Um, but it's, we, we created, you know, through, went through all these different things and celebrate the stories differently is what we landed on. And that is like, Oh man. And even at her at now, like that's, we kind of taken that a little bit and kind of, trying to mess with the, the word that maybe not the exact same ver- words or verbiage, but I'm still going to do that. Right. Um, I, I mean, it's it, then part of that, uh, that's the mission. The vision is, um, serve 50 partners by 2024. And then the value statement is a little more important because that's the guts right behind it. And it's believe in us, uh, believe in what we do just like you guys, like, Believe in what you do. Like you guys be different than the next podcast, Husker podcast, fan, fan cast, all those things. Yeah. Be a little different. Believe in us. I believe in, you guys clearly believe in what you do, right? Yep. And then take pride in creating owners. You know what that is? In this moment, I guess, this is way too deep, but yeah. um, is, is, hey, giving other people a platform to share their story or all those sort of things. Um, so take cr- pride in creating owners. I've had... Um, I have a guy right now, this is his second year. He's a high school senior. Second year helping me out with like some photography stuff and all that stuff. And it was, it's very much so like, I mean, I want to bring him along. Like I want him to go spread his wings when he's done. Like I want him to go do be bigger than you. Yeah. Like go be the next me. I don't care. It's it's rewarding for both of you. Right. A hundred percent. And then build team first relationships because I think that's important. And you can relate it to football or sports or business or anything. If you build team first relationships, that means we're all pulling in the same direction for the same goal. So if you're not, then it's like, oh, who's doing this? Are we doing that? Or I'm doing this. And this person's doing that. And you get jealousy and all these things kind of start creeping up. And it's just not like, it, I don't know. The, yeah. The team aspect of it is gone. And if you build team first relationships, then we're all pushing in the right direction for the same thing. So the same goal, same mission. So yeah. Yeah. High anyway. tides rise all boats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rising tide lift all boats. Yeah. That's yeah. what it that's is. That's the term. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah. there it is. Jeez. So that's Kyle's right. version. Yeah. I guess. Kyle. That's, this that's a, what, this that's is what, a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, that's what Kyle has on his. All right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. his truth. That's his truth. That's his thing. Yeah. But now it's all right. So it's going to be a dog fight is, is the, I mean, yeah, man, like it really is mm-hmm. like recruiting every day, football every day. It's an everyday thing. I mean, yeah. some of these dudes, let's face it. Like I get it. Like people say, oh, they're kids and like, you know, leave them. I don't know, man. Like I was a 20, 21 year old. I was making adult decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm failing real hard at most of them. Right. Like, I'm nine, 28. I'm still failing. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> you didn't go to a wedding with your girlfriend. I did so. go. I was just like, well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it, those, but it, and that's kind of goes to the NIL conversation, which is like, yeah, like they're still kids, but like, man, it's, a lot of money. it's yeah. It's hard to feel sorry for you being criticized when you're making this much money to perform at this level. Yeah. Cause I know if I didn't perform at that level and I'm not making near that people would have a problem. So it's, 
I don't know. Like it's a really slippery slope. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And then God forbid you get into trouble off the field. Yeah, you're done. And it's all of a sudden it's like okay, there is a serious problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're done. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no nothing you can do about that. The spotlight on the on these kids is insane. Yeah. Social media and right and everything that they have to go through. So when they do get those nil checks, I mean they they are earning them. They can't yeah. have jobs. This yeah. is their job. This right. is their job. Yes. Yeah. So no it, it's tough because you can be criticized at your job. I can be criticized at mine. Right. So I understand oh, they're, I they're young. I, they're young men, but they could also be criticized. I'm, I as struggle well. with because I do so much high school stuff. Right. I struggle with like how do I be critical without being critical? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how do I be positive even though? So it goes back to like, if you can't say anything nice, then don't just say don't it say it. All. Yeah. yeah, but it's, gosh, man, like, I don't know. You gotta if, be honest. Yeah, if kids are, you know, talking about how great they are all the time, right, and they're like a senior in high school or something, and they're doing, you know, dancing on Instagram and all this stuff, and like the fake offers and everything with like. Oh man, I, I don't know. I feel like I can be a little critical of their yeah. actual play on the field, yeah, yeah, or court or whatever. I, I feel like, hey, they're they're opening the door yeah, for it. So yeah. humility speaks volumes. Yeah, I feel like there's a way to do it though without being like overly critical. You just kind of, I don't know. It it's a very slippery slope. And you have to be real fine line, like that gray line, boy, you better not go over that gray line. Right. Like it's not black and white. It's the gray area. It's really hard. And you got to be real. I've done it before and I've been called out. I mean, I've had conversations with parents and stuff about it. I was like, "Mm, yeah, um, I apologize. I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, you can't, you can't open the door for praise and then pray to God that it's shut for criticism. Like it's once the door is open and you know, you've kind of opened up that door, like you can't, yeah. Like I said, you can't, you can't be all on, you know, your social medias, whichever ones it is and talk about how great you are and do all this stuff and show everyone in the world how good you've done and all of that. And then when you don't perform, you can't be, you got to be comfortable with being like, yeah, man, I suck tonight. Right. You know, like, and if people are going to knock you for it, then they are. And those just, are the people who yeah. make it, though. The guys right. that can actually yeah. step up and, and say And a lot like, of them can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they've been just held to this, oh, my gosh, this is you're the best thing ever. And everyone telling them how good they are their whole life or whole high school and college career and everything. And then, like, when it goes away, what's, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. Right? Like, I don't know. I hope to be doing this job forever, but, like, it might go away sometime. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel pretty comfortable where, what, what I do and how I do it. But if it goes away, I gotta be, it's going to be a hard reality. If it's it going to be a dog fight. Yeah. It's going to be a dog fight. God damn it. Yeah. So yes. jumping back to that. Okay. Um, your two phrases, it's okay. going to be a dog fight. You mentioned that in recruiting all the time. Mm-hmm. And the second one was celebrate your story differently or celebrate, celebrate the, the story, story differently yeah. with this rule staff specific let's not even go too specific into recruiting mm-hmm. is there something you've seen with this staff that how they're celebrating their that story differently yeah uh it's about team yeah team versus individual yeah they're all pulling the right direction yep. the mm-hmm. same direction everybody everybody like not this is a true this is a true story so i saw a former player when was the Pendle Lake Championship? Two weeks ago? Yeah. 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 
So I saw a former. I remember. I saw. A, <laughs> I remember when it was. I remember it. But I saw a former player there, and I was like, "Man, like, tell me like how it really was. Come like, we, you know, like I've known you for a long time. Like we're got we're like you know cool." And he's like, "Mike, when they got fi- this is how awkward it was. When they got fired, I was." got a text from one of the assistants to go have a beer with him. And I'm like, what? Mm. He, goes, he goes, yeah, because he just needed to get stuff off his chest. And I'm like, that's weird. That is weird. That is. Yeah. Wow. True story. Yeah. Like, that's like, what do we, what did, like, what? I'm sorry, what? Just again, wild. adults in the room, right? So anyway, that mm. doesn't happen if they're not like, Team first, <laughs> like, right? Being, it, all like, pushing in the right same direction, like it was like, hey, I need to like tell you how shitty this was, which that's weird. Yeah, so like in the military, it's really fucking weird. In in the military, like leadership does not come to you with problems. Yeah, you don't no. talk to the people below you yes. about the problems that are above, going on. Yeah, you go above. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like they couldn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm just shitting on. That person, yeah, but the former head coach, Scott, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're sixteen and thirty-one. Yeah, sixteen we, and thirty-one. That was the record. Yeah, you won yeah. sixteen games. Yeah, that's did you crazy. see? Um, I, I can say this because it was the name of a firework. Did you see uh, around the Fourth of July they were selling frost warning fireworks for yes. sixteen dollars and thirty-one cents? Yes, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It was very it's funny as shit. Oh my god. Yeah, they had to it get wasn't rid funny of them. for the last five years. Incredible they marketing. They had yeah. to get rid of them though. Yeah, but they, I think yeah. I, I do think I think Rule is very much so. I think he's gonna win. I hope he does. I just do. It's just like a feeling I have. You know, I'm not at practice every day or anything like that. But yeah. I think um, he cares. Yeah, he cares not. He cares not only about winning and. I feel like he he cares about the product on and off the field. Mm. Cares about his players a ton. I know, you know, some people don't like when he was in uh, Carolina, he had like this notebook of stuff or whatever. You know, he probably is better suited to be a college. It's a different league. Yeah. So you don't, you can't do that. But he was, I, I feel like he's such the right person at the right time. Could be wrong. Like, yeah. Yeah. Again, in six weeks, we might all be like drinking the roulade, I guess, right now. I, but I, I do feel pretty strong about how he is going to be the right person. I just think they need to get there. I think that it's going to be bumpy, pretty bumpy, specifically year one. I think what's most important and why a lot of fans are drinking the roulade right now um, is that. Matt Rule loves football. Yeah. And he loves Nebraska. And it's been Wait, a while. you mean he doesn't want to play Golden Tee for three hours a day? Right. What? First of all, I want to play Golden Tee for yeah. three hours a day, but so I'm not you. getting paid millions of dollars. <laughs> right. Um, but, I'm saying. like, that happened. It's been That's a while. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not here. I actually am one of the guys that I, I don't like um, Mike Riley slander. I think Mike Riley had a couple of years there. That he did were, a pretty good job. Yeah, I, I think sometimes there's some things stacked against him. Better than yeah. Um, but 
I, I think the last coach that we've seen that truly loved football and truly loved Nebraska was Bo Pelini. Yeah, for sure. I don't think um, he loved Nebraska. He didn't oh, I, love Nebraska. He, no, but he I, loved Bo, speaking of grinders, think, Bo was a grinder. I yeah. think he loved Nebraska Husker football. And yeah. when I say he loved Nebraska, that's what I mean. He yeah. loved the sport and he loved where he was. Yeah. And you he know, loved some, being, he, he loved, he loved uh, coaching football at Nebraska, not if he could just coach football in Nebraska and yeah. not deal with all the other stuff that comes with that, he'd yeah. still be here. He would. I, and yeah. I he hated everything else. Oh, yeah. See, but that's, he hated like the media part and the yeah. going to the fishbowl. Yeah, the fishbowl part. He hated all that. He didn't like the fans overreacting. No. He hated all that. Mm -hmm. If he could just coach football, whew, but that's pretty good football coach. That yeah. was the shit that got me so in love with Bo was the fact that he loved the University of Nebraska so much that he was willing to just throw a middle finger in the face of anybody who doubted him, anybody that wanted to walk out early. We That's know that Youngstown thing, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just dudes like that. Coach Omanji's yeah. kind of like that. Like, And so you I, don't, I see you don't. If you ain't down with this, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I see Matt Rule's love of Nebraska and of football as just a more refined version of what Bo had. A well, preacher's son. Fair. It's, yeah. it's him yeah. embracing, Rule embraces the non-football stuff. Like, he go, he likes to go to the, yeah. give speeches and da-da-da-da. Bo Pelini? No. No. no didn't give a shit about it. So it's kind of like a nice blend of the two. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. Yeah. That's Hopefully. what I like. And, and also, like, a blend of Mike Riley with, like, the super nice human being thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. grandpa, dad, you know, everyone, cool uncle guy. Right. Just yeah. not as grandpa-y as... Riley. Right. Maybe just a little more hip. A little more cool. I don't know, man. Less Mike Riley's pretty hip. He could get down. Hey, yeah. you, you know his hip, hip? He was pretty hip. Like, I think, I don't know if it was fake and people told him to do it, but like, remember, like, he was going to rap concerts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, true. you know what was hip? Starting 2016, 7 and now? That was very fucking hip. Sure. Yeah. That was very hip. I would love to start, start the season 4-0 this year. I'm saying. You know, I'll say this, though. If they if start 4-0, people are going to flip, lose their Flip mind. their lid. Yes. I mean, it's, it is possible. It's possible. It is possible. All light Mac cars on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to be it. All of them. They, <laughs> I just, if they start 4-0 in year one. Yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be it, madhouse. It's going to be awesome. It'll be the opposite of when, because when Riley Wait went 7-0. When Riley went seven and zero, it was like, "Oh, this is a fraud." Seven and zero. Oh. Nobody believes in this. They, they're not beating anyone. Yeah, because no, he but, was like the seventh option as head um, coach. You, you were not maybe in Lincoln 17. at that time. Being in Lincoln during that season, in those seven weeks, it was fucking electric. Yeah, it was. You, I heard a lot of you, naysayers like seven and zero is misleading. Sixty-two to three. I just remember that. I remember it's that. Because, and then that yeah, happens. We yeah. all remember that. Yeah, I remember that. But, but it's, those, like, it's because. No one wanted him to be the head coach. Right. right. Deep down, yes. it was like, we don't really want him, so can we just The weirdest over? thing ever was the Bob Diaco post. Yeah. yeah. Oh, By man. the way, let me tell you something. This is fucking crazy story. <laughs> so I was there, like, in the scrum of media people after the game in the little, like, hallway where, because the weight room is where they had the other stuff. But I was there when... He comes down the elevator and I just happened to be like leaning against that counter that he was, he like stood right around. So Bob Diaco is one foot, maybe six inches in front of me standing pretty close. right in front of me, literally right in front of me. 
And my job was to just tweet out videos of like coaches or players speaking and just type some stuff on top of it. And I'm sitting there with my phone and I'm like, had it, you know, thing on it. And he starts talking. And I was fortunate enough to be one of the first people at the very beginning of this conversation. And I'm pretty sure it was Sam McEwen that noticed and like came over. And he's the one that asked him the like strain question, whatever. Oh, boy. oh yeah. The provoking question. I'm pretty sure it was him. Is it him or Dirk or maybe Mitch Sherman? But I remember standing there and I was the first person. I got the entire thing. From the start of it to the finish up, because people kind of came in late on it. Yeah. I, I remember standing there. I'm like, when he said that, in my mind, I will never forget, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, he just fucking said that. Oh my God. Oh no. This is super weird. Oh boy. I was like, this guy is fucking awkward. Yeah. Like, this is weird. <laughs> what is he even trying to say? Like, I don't know what he's saying right now. But this is gold, so I'm just going to stand here and not smile and laugh at him in his face. Yeah. I'm right in front of his face. And I'm just going to stand here with my phone because people are going to eat this shit up when I tweet this out. Yeah. And they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you got 33,000 followers <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. Like, yeah. Whoa. Like, this guy. There's no nuts. reasonable reason. Yeah. And. Now he's Did like, he is he going to be a defensive coordinator at LSU or something? Yeah. The yeah. line coach or something right mm -hmm. now? He's all, he's finding jobs. He's, he's all over the place. Listen, there's, there's got to be something to the guy. Okay. Him and Frank, I could talk forever, but uh, him and Frank Haith, him and Frank Haith, the basketball coach. Remember him? He coached in Miami, just left Tulsa a few years ago. I've never seen people like that. They get fired up. Yeah. Right. Like front for some reason, either they get, they get fired and then they like get a better job. Yeah. Or like yeah. right before they get fired, they leave. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go here. Pete so Carroll. Pete Carroll's pretty good right now. Yeah. He was going to be bounced out of USC and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the NFL. Yeah. Fired up. Pete, New York Jet. <clears throat> yeah. Coach for like a minute. So, I just, I just remember my cousin, but, he's an Oklahoma fan and, Bob Diaco landed in Oklahoma yeah. as like an analyst or something. And He's I was like, like he was like, he was excited about it. And I'm like, brother, no, go just start doing your research now. Yeah. Like nobody understands what the hell this guy's talking but about. He just, he gets fired. You get fired up a level or yeah. more money after you failed. Like that doesn't, that's not real life. That's no. awesome. Failing upwards. Failing yeah. upwards. It, that happens. I mean, I didn't, uh, he was such a, yeah, <laughs> but we loved him before he defensive coordinated a game. We loved it. it. Was like, yeah. We loved it. Yeah, and he didn't have like the best defensive player in the country for like three years in a row with a fake girlfriend either. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that man. matters. I, that matters. It matters a lot. Sure. Oh, yeah. No. Even though I mean Kirby Smart's done pretty well because he coached defense before he got to Georgia, but he yeah. also. I don't know. Has I'm Georgia not, been good recently? Decent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Been okay. I think we're at a at a good point. This is fine. This, yeah. this is we're at a good point for you to just um tell the listeners um kind of what you're what you're doing now with her yeah. at uh plug yourself. Yeah, so, all that fun stuff. Um gosh. I, it hasn't we think we know right now. Um so I covered high school sports obviously mm -hmm. and high school recruiting and you know, in-state recruiting, but my, my passion and love for kind of what I do is rooted in 
helping the reason why I started doing what I do is to help kids from Nebraska get recruited using the media. This was like, you know, 2009, 10, 11, whatever. That was why I started doing what I do. It's evolved a ton since then, obviously, but that's, that's still at the core of kind of what I do. Um, so cover high school games, obviously football, basketball, big basketball guy, right? Like that's kind of my thing. Um, uh, just Inter- been a champ. Uh, one year, one year. Um, <laughs> the only once uh, was on the team again. Uh, but we were, we, that's why I started doing it. That's what I do. Um, so I'm, people say, I hate like the praise, right? Like, oh, he's the foremost high school person in the rat. Like, fuck You're the man. voice. Yeah, I don't, I hate that. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I don't like that, right? Because there's other people that do a good job too. But, um, so cover high school sports in Nebraska for heard at and all that. Um, I pretty sure, well, it hasn't been publicly announced, but I guess maybe I could say, uh, college basketball is going to be part of my jam Oh, uh, nice! for the, uh, I guess the winter this year, cool. 23, 24, um, go to, so rather than go to eight high school basketball games a week, probably only about three. And then I'll mix in. I think it feels like I'm going to primarily be Nebraska. Okay. Uh, but I'll do some Creighton and some UNO stuff too. Sweet. I think, okay. I think cool. I, we haven't really decided on what that looks like yet. And then from a recruiting standpoint for Husker football uh, in particular, I'm going to do it a little differently uh, than everybody else because, like, I don't know if – there's so many people that kid visits Nebraska uh, unofficial or official visit for a game day. And then everybody's calling the kid. There's like 12 people trying to get a hold of the kid to get a story about why they're recruit, you know, how their visit go. Right. Right. Yeah, everyone, people already do that. Why should I repeat that? Right. Yeah. So celebrate your story. Tell celebrate the story. story differently. Yes. Yeah. So rather than that, I think I'm going to, I'm going to do my own kind of spin on maybe, Hey, this person's here. Why does it matter? Right. Right. Like, this is why you should care. This is why you should give a shit if, because this kid visited or was here or this kid committed, this is why you should care. Nice. So that's kind of more video, right? My face, um, which is little, you know, more comfortable with that. Yeah. I got to quit saying the ums and ahs a lot, but I I definitely do that. Um, We'll edit all that out. Don't worry. No, I'm just saying in my future. (laughs) But... That's, that's, I think kind of what this season or this, when I say season, I mean, um, what this year next nine months looks like for me is to, to dive into all of that. Um, you know, if you can live with, the high school sports, this is the score of the game tweets. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I feel like I just have to do that. People rely, that's what I've done for so long. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go away from not doing that because people on a Friday night literally will be like, Hey, I didn't see a score from da da da. Do you, you know, I'll, yeah. They, they re- kind of rely on that, even though there's apps out there now and all these other things that people can use. But um, if you can live through that, um, then there'll be, there is a lot of good stuff in there too that I hope to, to bring in. We're excited. I, I know I am as far as the future of Herdat and what it looks like, Herdat Sports, and how it's going to look and feel. 
is going to change a little bit. We haven't even been around for a year. Well, it's right over a year and it's really grown a ton. Obviously our team has really grown a ton. Um, so it's, it's going to, it's going to be a little bumpy road. Um, but you know, if you can you made it a year and they say, you know, startups, if you last a year, great. Then it's, you can, you not made it, but you feel really good. Mm-hmm. But if you can make it to three, then you're doing really good. So that's kind of the, the goal. But that's what my next nine months looks like. I, I do want to do college basketball recruiting stuff too because I feel like it could be talked about more from a local perspective, if you will. Oh, yeah. Even Creighton and Nebraska and, and UNO too. And so I, I feel like that's that's something that, that – uh, you should do it. And I, I guess I want to tell people why they should care mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Right. Like, but not in a written form. I'm going to still write some stuff, but not a ton. Um, I didn't go to J school. I mean, I am never going to write a book. It's yeah. just, it just isn't who I am. Yeah. Um, and you know, some people poo poo that idea or, or hate that and all that, but I've taught myself to write enough. Like I'm really good at the 400, four to 600 word like recruiting recap like talk to a kid give me the guts i don't need all the fluffy shit around it i just want the guts like give me why you know uh why did you commit to this place what do you like the most like give me four or five questions just hammer it out and get it over with i don't need all the bullshit around it right no one cares right? straight shooter yeah so um that there's a way to do that um I'm not quite sure how to, how it's done yet, but there's a way to do that on a, um, with a video form. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's, so I did go to J school. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not good at anything. <laughs> um, but it like exactly what we were talking about. We taught, we were taught the reverse funnel, right? Put yeah. your big information at the top. That's yeah. what people want to see. Yeah. That's what people are going to click for. And then, yeah. you know, your fluffy stuff, put it towards the end. Right. If people care, they're going to read it. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. What you're talking, you know, about. the thing in, in journalism, so much changed so much and even in the last four years three years even where like i also think it's weird people are like oh you just want me to click on this story so click you can paid. get paid yeah and yeah like all this paywall. Stuff. i'm like yeah and paywalls are done like i've i don't know i ran a paywall i did okay with it like it's fine um when i was the world herald i was part of the people that like yeah. started a paywall there like when i was there and people freaked out yeah like the people that worked there freaked out like oh my god people are gonna have to pay for this and i was like sweet yeah then, like i'm yeah. putting in a lot of work yeah guess what aren't then, you getting paid for your job yeah then right. we'll know then we'll know what content people are reading more or want to yeah. pay for sweet yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm fucking cool with that i know Hell you yeah. that are writing about some bullshit that no one cares about is you're not going to be okay with that, but I'm going to be okay with that. Right. So, um, that's, so, you know, the paywall and like Google ads and pop-up shit. Oh my God. It's annoying as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like it really is. So I could go on a soapbox about like journalism, how I think it should change. Like this is one thing real fast and then we probably need to get out of here. But, um, rather than, charge your most loyal customers, the longest customers, whatever, mm. more all the time. Why don't you do the reverse? Why don't you start with like, hey, tears. Yeah. Or like, uh, 
for the first year, it'll be 10 bucks a month or whatever you want to put on it. And then if you, if you stay with us the second year, it'll be nine, third year, eight, you know, or second year, nine, third year, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. And it'll be $1 for, you know, once you hit one, can't, you know, obviously it'd be 12 bucks a year. Reward loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Versus gouge it. Right. Yeah. Which is the way. Like that's the traditional. And with way. social media right now, I mean, you can find a lot you of the know, same information yeah. from seven different outlets. Yeah. So Listen, it's like you talk yeah. about paywalls. I get around paywalls. Everyone. Sorry, does. OWH. I'm getting yeah. around your paywalls. Yeah. I got yeah. my secrets. You well, have 17 email addresses. And like yeah. you say, like gouging stuff. Um, I haven't subscribed to Netflix. I was a Netflix guy for like oh, I so either. long. And they then they were like, yeah, they just caught me. Yeah. I caught her family the other day. We used my mother-in-law's. We used my my mother-in-law's for like five years. Yeah. And then they just, um, they just caught us, but it's only $3.99 a month. And damn it. My kids want to watch Gabby's dollhouse and they are. Yeah. And I'll pay the $4. I will pay the $4 a month for that. Mike loves Gabby's dollhouse. I don't know what that is. No. My daughter, daughter, I have a one-year-old and she loves uh, Sesame Street and Miss Rachel. Oh, wow. Miss Rachel. We never got into the Sesame Street thing. Yeah. But Gabby's Dolls, actually, my seven-year-old, her birthday is uh, when? Two days from now. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Layton. Your dad will pay for that that plug tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Layton spelled like Creighton, uh, but with an L. Sorry. Um, Hey, so are they. (laughs) They got that L against Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) So um, she went in this. We went to the store yesterday, whatever. So we're going to get her this little mini bike thing. I'm like, hey, kind of lit. It says three to five and you're going to be seven. This is a little too small for you and all that. So we bought her a mini Gabby's. Uh, Gabby's Dollhouse is the name of the show. We bought her a mini Gabby Dollhouse dollhouse. So you know who put, had to put that thing together last you. night? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's small, but it still took about. But it's got 974 yeah, pieces. And stickers and stuff. Yeah. And, That's tedious. Yeah. It's couldn't, tedious. Couldn't even figure out how to get the battery thing open. It was weird. Yeah. I guess it's a screwdriver, but <laughs> then it battery. had to put another thing on it. So <laughs> anyway, it, yeah. Kids are great. Yeah. Well, some days. <laughs> All right. Well, um, where, where can we, uh, where can we, where can we find you? Yeah. Just um, Mike. Um, solder underscore so s-a-u-t-t-e-r underscore is my twitter or x or whatever and then just my name is everywhere else facebook's and the threads and the instagrams and all of that and then you do you uh tiktok you do a little t mm-hmm. have a, show a little tna or? i need to gosh man i need to do so much better on the tiktok i hear that this is the king here no. i do okay Stop with that. it but i just am like I, i'm not gonna like a lot of what I see on TikTok just isn't my style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. isn't my, like I'm not going to, I can do the green screens and the, all that. I know how to do it. I just am like, am I making this to provide value or am I making it because like it's the hot topic? Right. Yeah. And I'm just not, hot the, take, hot yeah, take. I'm not that right person. So I don't, I I feel like I need to do that. Now, if someone just followed me around a, on a daily and filmed me and stuff, like, there would be some cool shit. Like, it'd be funny. <laughs> like, it'd be some that random be It'd be some random stuff, like doing push-up contests and wrestling people. I know a guy. A day in the life of I know, I know a guy. sports. We could. 
I'd be down. I'm off to get my knee surgery now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that Perfect. is a great way to end this episode. <laughs> Look, you Google Mike Sauter, you're going to find him. Go Google him. Go follow him. We appreciate all the work that you do, and we appreciate thanks. you coming on and being our tonight. Yep, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank right. you for having me. Yep. Thank you. All right, guys. Go follow at NBNR Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Threads. X, Technically exists. On all threads. that stuff. We're on Spotify. Go find us. We're on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. It helps with the algorithm. Follow us on YouTube. 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 Okay. Um, merch. Evans Apparel. Evans they do custom Evans apparel. Custom apparel. Yeah. Evans Custom Apparel. Free local pickup if you order from them. I actually uh, got to go do that myself recently. If you are local and you use the local pickup, seriously go inside that shop and see like they it some is, cool shit in there. it's incredible yeah those guys do incredible work they're very very nice highly recommended yeah right on okay anything else nope nope okay i'm one of your hosts jared hall mike delaware kyle byers connor cavillac mike Sauter. as <laughs> always beat minnesota 10 days mm. in gbr <laughs> We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Utter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs>